Welcome to the A Strings Podcast, episode 36, A Year in Review. When am I going to get to do one of these instructions? <laughs> the the invitation and the hand is offered out every single time, and Tom just his shoulders <laughs> go up to his ears, and he just shakes his, shakes his head. head, go no no no. So, three plump Christmas turkeys sat around <laughs> an electric fire on a very cold December very, very the thirtieth. Mm. The thirtieth. That's my job this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Old Gummy Joe. I'm <laughs> slurring is my job today. Yeah. Adam had some emergency uh, dental treatment yesterday. Yep. Good fun. Yep. Feeling it today. And um, interestingly, we've, we we realised that it's the, the third victim to my... <laughs> uh, to, to pork served at my yeah. house. Yeah. So... Uh, we haven't. Uh, Tom thinks that maybe he cooked the bit of pork that you did your. It was the bar. It was the barbecue that we had where we we used. Like it was on the ground. It wasn't a proper barbecue. It was on the ground, and we had like a grill tray over the top. Fender margins don't allow for proper barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just using the wood that had come down from one of the trees. Yeah. Um, not like twigs. I mean, Andrew had trees cut down, and. Um, Tom had built up a little makeshift barbecue and grilled some stuff. And it was belly pork. And I, re- and I remember biting into it and just <laughs> the bit just not going anywhere. And just this lightning <laughs> through my head. And Andrew quite rightly said yesterday, oh, so that was that the point where you just went silent for about five, ten minutes. I was like, yeah, probably. Uh, and then it was fine. That was about 18 months ago, something like that. I was going to say, because that was at least a year last March yeah. and it might have been before it might have been January yeah right but um, it was nice it was nice weather we were outside I, th- I, I think you're about the pork <laughs> the pork was nice as well <laughs> but you um, we had loads as well we had burgers and sausage uh, loads and loads and but loads. you you didn't mention anything no you heard anything about it so this no. is the first stiff upper lip and all that yeah so <laughs> and now it's a stiff like lower jaw yeah yeah so the pain went well, pain went away and then every now and again I'd bite into something hard on you know on that side and it'd just be the same thing, and you'd just be like, oh, God, and then it would go away. Mm. Um, but then, like, Boxing Day then, it was kind of there, but and not going away. It wasn't as bad as it normally yeah. was. And I was I was literally, talk- I was talking to my brother, saying, I've got to go and see the, and I was eating a turkey sandwich, because Boxing Day, you know. Um, I was talking to my brother, and I said, I've got to go and see a dentist about this, because it's just, it's I can feel it all the time. And as I was saying the sentence... Mm. Part of the tooth broke off into my mouth as I was saying that sentence, wow. and um, so and it's where I'd had a filling. It was the half of the tooth, the other, the inside half of the tooth. So yeah, so yesterday I had an emergency appointment, and they said mm. you got two options: root canal or take it out. And I was like, and they, and they actually said the root canal might not even work. Yeah, yeah. So you could go through all that and then not even work. So I said I'll take it out, and you know she was like. She had her knee on my chest at one point, trying to like <laughs> rag this tooth up. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was traumatic. But yeah, so I'm slightly uh, yeah slightly slurry today. <laughs> and um, the yes, yeah, so we didn't see you yesterday afternoon, so we you know, like the side of your face didn't like droop or anything. Did it, it did drop. Did yeah, my 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 lip did drop. Um, I sent Tom a video afterwards. And it was, yeah, it was just super, it was just bad. <laughs> it was just, yeah, yeah. So but I'm the third victim. That's the that's, this is the point. Yeah. On on Boxing Day last year, my mother-in-law went quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because she lost a tooth on, um, well, um, eating a bit of pork, and um, on the same day, my dad uh, bit into the same piece of pork. And in fact, they weren't sure. It wasn't like Lady in no, the Tramp job, was it? They, I, no, um, th- there's every chance that the bit of pork you had came from the same pig. But uh, if there's any vegans listening, I'm I'm sorry about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, because I, well, I haven't done it for a little while, but I used to buy pork in quite large batches. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah. Porky's Revenge. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, my dad bit into something, and mm-hmm. um, he was on his way to holidays. I think he was in the airport or something like that last year, and literally his front tooth just kind of fell out. Yeah. And off the back of that, he's had an infection. He's had to have... Oh, nightmare. Uh, he's had, um, literally in the last um, three months or so, he's had... So just listen, just listening back to this conversation is that we've spent ten minutes talking about teeth, teeth. But that's what you get with this is variety. Variety, yeah. Um, anyway, um, he, he's um, he's got uh, can have like a a false one um, mm. put in, but he can have the false one put in until they sort out this infection, all caused oh, well. by this bit of pork. Yeah. How was your Christmas, Tom? <laughs> Very good. Yeah. How are your teeth? Perfect. Great stuff. They're all still in. That's the main thing. Yeah. I've heroically almost finished off the pack of hobnobs that are at the back because I'm lacking sugar today. It gets to this point of the year now where you're so far deep into your, your bad eating habits and everything that hmm. you know that you're going to have one more decent night of it with New Year's Eve. You know, it's not necessarily going to be a big one. No one's having a big one this year. Yeah. But you do know that you're going to treat yourself Especially after this year. So you're going healthy from 1st of January? Um, I'm certainly going to exercise more. Um, and I need to give up sugar. Does that mean you've got to eat all your chocolate before then? No. No, no, no. I, I'm going to I'm going to wean myself off. So yeah. I might have a, you know, a couple in an evening and, you know, stuff the biscuits in work. Work's the worst, I think, because, you know, we all... We don't necessarily encourage you to... Oh, Tom does. Tom will go to each of us oh, individually. Your, dad, your dad's the worst. If your dad's here, he's lethal mm-hmm. to bring the, in the encouragement and for the eating of. I keep him on furlough then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's lethal. Yeah. Like there's, you know, you you one bat an eyelid about, you know, three quarters of a birthday cake going no. in a shift <laughs> yeah. when your dad's around. And that's all of us, not just him. Anyway, so we're back. Not too, uh, literally about a week and a bit since the last podcast, which was more of a... Um, Plodcast, wasn't it? <laughs> Just a quick, yeah, it was a quick kind yeah, of... Yeah, it, it's nothing catch, particularly... It? Um, it certainly wasn't exciting as the first 10 minutes of this podcast. No. But... It's like Holby City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as we alluded to in, the, uh, in that last podcast, we thought we'd do a bit of a review of the year with regards to our favourite gear. Yeah. Some classic moments. <laughs> It's basically the A strings clip show for twenty twenty. Yeah, every every uh, yeah every program and podcast should have its own clip show, yeah. which is the we haven't got any fresh ideas. Yeah, so, uh, which you probably realised about six or eight episodes ago, maybe. <laughs> but so it's an interesting one in terms of gear because you know we had no Nam show, mm-hmm. uh, or at least no summer, no summer Nam no show. summer Nam show. This this Nam now is going to be digital. Sort of online. Diginam, yeah. Diginam. Uh, but we were talking earlier about, you know, we were picking sort of our favorite bits for the podcast. And there's a lot of companies seem to have definitely Hel- stayed away from or held, held back, back from any kind of major releases, unless, yeah. you know, with a lot of stuff was, um, you know, the NAM show in 2020 was as normal. So, mm. you know, you had all your big guys announcing their new ranges and um, stuff coming up for stuff that was going to be released in the year. But the way it kind of happened was their schedules just went out the window because, you know, whether no matter where your production was, anywhere in the world, there was a stunted kind of, there was a a pothole, wasn't there? There Mm -hmm. was a a point whereby the Middle East just shut down, sorry, the the Far East um, shut down. You had then, you know, the Western world kind of, lost confidence and maybe held back on um, on orders, you know, not knowing where the land was going to lie. Um, and so there's been a lot of things that um, I guess people have been expecting that um, they that just hadn't materialised. And also a lot of things that I think that maybe haven't done quite as well as you'd expect because they're the kind of item that people would want to come in and try. Oh, of course. Yeah. Especially if you're looking at something of a more substantial budget, you know, so if you're looking at something that is, you know, it's not 
anything over 150 quid, 200 quid or so, mm-hmm. um, you know, people want to get their hands on it, I think. And so I think that it's been a strange one for that. And anything, you know, anything sort of live audio based in terms of gear, mm-hmm. you know, anything that's sort of tailored towards the performance side. PA is fun flat in this backside. You know, it's, 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 it's that and then... You know, you've got things like the iRig then, which have just kind of, you know, yeah. they rock it up and the yeah, yeah. PA stuff just, just falls flat. You know, th- we, we did, uh, you know, Blackstar did these uh, deals throughout lockdown mm-hmm. where you, know, you could get a, a mega deal on, you know, they, they started quite humbly with things like the Superfly mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, the, the, the maybe silver lines and all that kind of thing, where they um, did you know fantastic discount on That's right. something smaller. Um, but I, I th- when was it? I think it was around about May or so. They did the HD forty deal. It was around and then, yeah. I was quite keen for them to do it because I had a feeling that you know May is still early days with regards to you know where we are now. You know, we'd been locked down for two and a half months or so, but. Um, HD40 is always such a popular amplifier, and you know, a few people known that the Marshall DSL40s are just sold out completely, and we couldn't get any more. I mentioned to Steve, you know, if you're looking for ideas of what to do as a, a deal next, maybe look at the HD40s. Which, um, no, you know, in in December 2020, after nine months of lockdown and no gigs, you'd think absolutely not who the hell is going to want to buy a 40 but we did yeah. that deal for that weekend i think it was the bank holiday weekend and i think we sold like five or six of them like was it was, yeah yeah mm. it was a really really successful one for us and so i don't know whether you know that's just you know back in may people thought Do you know what i'm gonna be back again by july august we thought we'd be back we had stuff you know, we had stuff booked in for mm. August, and that was kind of where we were looking. You know, it was an outdoor gig. We knew that it was going to be. There could have been a way around it, and we that's that's where we were looking. August was kind of our um, goal, I guess. Mm. Um, and then, and then obviously August came and went. And it was like, okay, no. And then we didn't even think of December because by that point you had the idea of. Yeah, this isn't if going away no. in time for Christmas. And it, it kind of wrote the, wrote the year off, didn't it? Mm-hmm. But it, I think it's going to... Um, what's happened is going to influence manufacturers. Maybe not so much on the instrument side of things, but when it comes to amplifiers, I think yeah. that any any brand out there at the moment, amplifier-wise, that isn't reaching out to their R&D team and saying, if we want to carry on selling 40-watt amplifiers, 50, 60, you know, or, or any sizable yep. amplifier for gigging, it has to have a dual purpose because they're just not going to go. We yep. can't rely on selling big amps. We need to, everything from here on in has to have emulated outs to go straight into um, your interface. It has to have yep. headphone capability and it needs to be a lot more versatile in a home environment, yeah, of course it does. You know the, you know, gone are the days when you'd have a you know 150 watt valve amp. Mm. You know, I mean, even for live, that's absolutely absurd. Yeah, it's it's absurd. You know, a, a JCM 800 is absurd for live. You know, for 99 percent of the yeah. venues that anyone would play, it's 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 just way way too powerful. You know, you're running things on like half or one. Yeah. Um, so staying on Blackstar, you know, they've got some stuff coming up. Um, yeah, this, this this perfect for that. It's got absolutely yeah, and they already do it with you know they've got emulated DI outs and you know people like Hughes and Kettner have got the red box stuff. Um, but yeah, there's some well some stuff where just looking, looking at, at like the new acoustic ID core that I've yeah got behind me. They've they've set this up now so that it's it's built for streaming. That's the type of thing. Which That's is the type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And as you alluded to, they've got some really amazing looking things coming out. Um, the first of which has been released in uh, January. So maybe we can get Steve on for the next podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure out a way to get him. Mm. Um, yeah. Get him involved. Remotely. Yeah. Mm. So. Plug him into an ID core acoustic and just stream him in. Yeah. Yeah. Should we, given that we're talking about gear and we're, we're fizzing with enthusiasm, should mm. we go on to our Favorite lists? 
Yeah, so obviously this isn't structured in any way like no. we, we normally do. And next year we're going to actually see a... Structured like we normally do. What, what kind of... Ramble, ramble, ramble. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we sort of have had a very loose chat in terms of what to have a look at for our favourite gear. So we've kind of just yeah. all kind of had to think of what, what we've liked. And it, it doesn't necessarily have to be new gear that's released into the world this year. Um, it could just be new stuff that we've had to the shop that we to. haven't had to. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, you know, since March, um, things have been, in terms of stuff coming into the shop, is a, is, a, is a lot different. Yeah. But we've still had some some really awesome pieces, you know. Mm. Um, so what do you want to start on? What category would you like to start on? Should we start with electric guitars? Could, yeah. So mine, the Bobcat by Vox, yeah. which we've only had in for uh, four or five weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And we haven't sold any because, as I was alluding to earlier, as I said earlier, rather, that it's the kind of guitar that people need to see in person. They need to pick up and they need to play. Yeah. And so it's. Um, it, I don't think it's had any kind of. It haven't had the kind of recognition it deserves locally yet. But it is just. I don't know. It, it ticks every box for me at the moment. It, it, it's just. Um, Hollow bodies seem to be coming a little bit of a crowded marketplace at the moment. Yeah. Because, you know, Gretsch, who are obviously the main guys, I think, um, out there with it, they've got every price point covered. Yeah. Um, Guild, as we spoke about earlier in the year, they've got some fantastic models that have just come out as yeah, well. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, Ibanez are very... Um, Ibanez, you know, Epiphone, Gibson, all these people, you know, they're all um, very keen on developing their hollow body market. So the the Vox one, I don't know. It, it just, um, there's something very indie feeling about it for me. So they're originally built in Italy in the 60s. And um, I don't think, you know, the, the, they're obviously going up against Hofners and... Um, yeah. You know, the other kind of, and I guess Gretsch's, but, you know, for the European market, I imagine um, Hoffner for, um, you know, that kind of period. But I just, um, the way that um, these been made, you know, they, they feel a higher quality guitar than the nearest kind of lower price point. You know, I think the, yeah, yeah without wanting to kind of mention names, you, you all you've got to do is look at the, the prices, but they, they just, um, they feel like a, Almost like a Japanese professional um, Gretsch to me. Um, they look cool, and you know, yeah, they've, 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 just they've got a completely you know, in terms of comparing it to the Gretsch, say they've got a completely different personality. Mm. You know, you've got obviously the options of either P90s or the single coil style. Yeah, um, yeah, they're just a different. This is just a completely different character to a, to a Gretsch. You could eat, you you could have a Gretsch and a Bobcat. If yep. you're listening, you should get one of each <laughs> from us. Uh, but but with the Filtertron and big, you know, the Bigsby style stuff, yeah, um, I think you just get a completely different character and and I think that voice, you know, if they if they struggle to sell, I think it's because of timing. Um, in as much as a guitar like that in a scene like the mid '90s, you know, doing you know your, your Britpop and you know yeah. real indie kind of. Um, I imagine they can be very popular in, in the States. I think that you'd have, you know, quite a lot of people um, just, you know, thinking of bands like, you know, can imagine Dandy Warhols, you know, that yeah. kind of, um, yeah. uh, you know, band playing um, a, a guitar like that. Um, yeah. I wonder I if know. they got anyone endorsing them. I d- I've seen a lot of press from Vox with it. Right. Um, and there's a few kind of, um, I think they're like sort of Japanese indie artists and stuff yeah. like that so far. Vox, you know, they. it's always been my biggest bugbear with them is that they don't exploit themselves. And and and, and the, um, you know, the heritage that they've got. They've got the biggest names ever yeah. that have played their amps. And, you know, I don't think there's been, you know, Paul McCartney's never endorsed them as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Brian May did a signature amp, which was crap. <laughs> yeah. um, which, you know, twice as much. It was Chinese and it was rubbish. 
Um, and then, you know, people like The Edge, Coldplay, you know, they've got the biggest bands in the world and they've never had to produce like a, a signature model. Mm-hmm. You know, they've just got people using them because they're brilliant and they don't seem to capitalize on it. Yeah. Um, and I fear the same thing will happen with these guitars is that I think that they're going to be, I think they are amazing. And I know that there's not many of them made so far. We're one of only four dealers in the UK yes. with them. Um, so they're never ever going to be big sellers, but you know, I, I just think that um, you know I'd love them to be as popular as, as they should be. But I've got a feeling that they're going to be there, then at some point disappear, and then you know people will be searching them out later yeah, on, and, exactly. and they'll be fetching far higher prices. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my electric guitar. Nice, Tom. I've gone for the Paranormal Cyclone. Nice. Right. The, the pink one especially the was one, yeah. a lovely colour, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's Mustang body with um, Strat pickups yeah, and yeah. tremolo. Mm. The, um, looking at the pictures of them uh, before they were released, because they were Wave 2, weren't they? Cyclone. Cyclone was Wave 2, um, yeah. September. So looking at the... Um, the on the pictures, I kind of felt that you know it couldn't decide what it wanted to be, mm-hmm. you know, and which is you know it, it's the cyclone is a um, is, is a model that has been around for um, you know it's come and gone quite a few times over the years, but yeah, um, yeah, when they come into the shop, you know, it just seems to be a charm about them that makes you want to. You know, pick them up, and the the switching system is different, isn't it? So you can switch each. It's Jaguar switching. Yeah, so you can switch each, each pick individual pickup on, which is um, makes it more versatile than the Strat, really. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You did a demo on one, didn't you? Yeah, we've done that one, haven't we? Yep. Yeah, we're really good. <laughs> funny you say that you know in my head thinking about electric guitars the probably the most fun guitar this year was the supersonic which is the paranormal and that's the kind of upside down weird Mm. reverse headstock thing it's ugly it's an ugly guitar but it's just it was just such fun to play so such a fun guitar just to sort of you know mess around with um but you know i'd have to say that you know they were released in November last year, but the, the ultras are just, you know, just such a just a, such a step above. Really? Yeah, I think it's, you know, feeling like the neck and things like that. Um, more the more so the strat, I think. Just just for for me, um, I think it's the in terms of the neck, it's the closest thing to a custom shop you'll get. Right. Oh, which it is really, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. the highest price point of a of a sort of American line. <laughs> Yeah, I think in terms of the this kind of supernatural feeling neck that they've done, you know, the rolled edges and mm. they've tried to make it as natural of a satin as possible as well. Uh, yeah, I just think that they they did, you know, the 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 risk was just rehashing the elite, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think that they've done a really nice new instrument. The difficulty is, and what we've talked about before is the Pro Two. Mm. Is now taking little bits Blurred from boundaries kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's no sort of unless you go American original. There's no standard I, model or I, performer. I like I say, I, my 
and I might have said this before, but I think the strategy they're taking is that um, if you want an original feeling Stratocaster, mm. you've got to go. Uh, um, you've got to go up to the American original, yeah, or Ventura, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. What was your favorite acoustic? I think mine's a pretty obvious one, isn't it? Strat so, acoustic. So I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went for the uh, Strat Acoustic, Stratum Acoustic, Acoustic, Strat, Acoustic, Stratasonic, Stratasonic Acoustic. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I went for the uh, Acoustasonic Strat, yeah. I put one on pre-order right at the start of lockdown and I was told it was going to be months before it came in mm. and I was like oh that's, that's fine plenty of time to put no, some no that I wasn't interested in but, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, put in so I could put some money away and um, before before the colour came into the country basically mm. um, and then two weeks later they said oh it's, they've come in here we go and I was just like okay <laughs> um, so yeah so I ended up with, I ended up with one right at the start of lockdown pretty much a couple of weeks in what a brilliant tool to have um, during lockdown, though, mm. in as much as you have got how many, uh, 10 different um, modelling sounds? Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. Two two on each position, yeah, yeah. And with the amount of live streams and um, things you've done to keep, you know, to, to keep working on the abandoned stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it's, it was nice to have the, especially the way I was doing the videos was, playing and singing at the same time you know even though the microphone the, vo- the vocal microphone was picking up some of the strumming mm. you still you had the big acoustic sound but it was a plugged in recording mm. so you weren't you know it wasn't it was easy it was easy to record then yeah did you find as you were doing because you did a few gigs didn't you you know and you've done some you know christmas stuff and all um so i did all i did loads of i did a load of videos initially um, and then I did a couple of live streams, so and then the Christmas ones. Then, yeah. are you finding that you're selecting different sounds for for different songs, or for or have you got your go to kind of? Strum? There is there is like two go to sounds that I pick. Yeah, mm. there's two that I really really like. So it's the one is one of the first sounds. I think it's the it's one of the Grand Auditorium sounds, so like mm. a big kind of sound. And then the other one is when it's, you use the the microphone in the body. Mm. So it's that body resonate. It just it just feels a bit more of a natural sound. Um, I don't use the electric ones because obviously I haven't got a need for the electric ones. No. Um, there's a couple of like smaller parlor style for for like the finger picking kind of sounds, um, which I was toying with for one of the Christmas ones because it was a bit more of a finger picky thing, but I ended up just sticking with the grand auditorium mm. thing. Yeah, so that's what I do. I I do have like sort of two or three that I'll just keep going back to. So, Tom, what's your acoustic pick? I don't think anything's really massively stood out for me this year. Mm. But if I was to buy a, a, an acoustic, I think I'd get um, a classical. Right, okay. And try and learn to play it properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the Cordoba Finn. Yeah, that is the nice. C5. C5, C5, yeah. Mm. Thin line, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, we've got more classicals in now than we've had for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll get um, we'll concentrate on it a bit more next year. It seems like it's having a bit of a resurgence. Yeah, I'm definitely getting more people asking about them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So we've had some Cordobas in. We we've ordered some Cordobas in for people in the past, but we've not never really kind of stocked them um, comprehensively, have we? So no. Between those and the, um, I think we got some mirrors in as well. Yeah, but the Cordobas definitely seem like the nice. Um, Nice ones. From photography point of view, what's been the most? What's been the nice? I think ones? the best photograph of acoustic I've taken is the um, Ovation. The reverse, reverse bursts. Burst. I was going to not not my cup of tea personally, but they yeah uh, they photograph yeah. really well. Yeah, and they had good reaction as well. You know, it's um yeah. For, for me, my favourite um, acoustic to uh, that I can think of this coming this year. One that came in about two, three weeks ago was the the little guild troubadour. Yeah, that was cool. 
So there's like a bit, what do you call it, a parlour? Maybe a bit bigger than a parlour? Tiny it's, bit. Yeah. Got so, a bit more width than a parlour, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's got like a obtrusive kind of um, pickup going over it. Yeah, which um, sound hole, yeah. Yeah, which I didn't plug it in, but um, you can you can almost I can imagine how it would have sounded. You can imagine it just sound a bit of kind of grit to it. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, pickup as well. Yeah, it was a really nice. Yeah, you know, yeah, but it's just a really nice, um, comfortable um, one to play, and just seemed to it it looked traditional. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, there's enough about it to make it kind of, um, in, it kind of insinuates by looking at it that it's going to be a, um, a bit more of a growly kind of um, old bluesy kind of sounding thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's our acoustic picks. So what's next? Effects. Yeah. So this year, we've expanded our pedal range with a, a few new brands. And we've got some more sort of on the horizon as well for mm. 2021, some new brands we haven't stocked before. Um, so we've had, yeah, Keeley. Yeah. Um, the B-Tronics. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the... We've had the Nobles in as well. Nobles. Yeah. And uh, what's KMA that? Audio Machines. What's that Gilmore one? Is that KMA? No, no so Keeley does the Dark Souls, oh, right, okay. which is the Gilmore, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but not and you know there's there's you know we've got there's a few distributors that we've got you know that do some other brands that we're looking at as well. Yeah. So there'll be um yeah some really interesting stuff. Um, but just of those last batch, you know there's been such good, you know there's such good pedals in 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 that selection. Um, and I think I know what pedal you're going to choose. Mm. So um, no, you've chosen same, the same, same as mine as well, is it? Swarm. Yeah. So have we all chosen the swarm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, as with the, uh, everything, uh, this is a clip of our YouTube video of the swarm. So this is what a kind of it will sound like on one of the settings. <laughs> exactly it so it is crazy you yeah. know and and you you know you, you've you've really got to sort of tweak to find like it's very much like the rainbow machine yeah from um earthquake you know you've got to kind of like it's got to be like you've micro t- yeah adjustments to try and find Keep it like, tamed otherwise it's just yeah um, unusable yeah and and really we wouldn't have got those pedals in if they hadn't been requested no you're going to name drop? Yeah, James Dean Bradfield wanted to swarm. <laughs> and he said, oh, can you get him? So, yeah. So, you know, and we wouldn't have had him in. Um, I did not be in for that. Well, that was an easy category. Yeah. Because we were all unanimous. But, you know, we've got things like, we've got the new Fender Tread like Wires here. Uh, we got anything Keeley do- is amazing. Because of the, just the way things have been since you guys have been back, mm-hmm. you know, after the first lockdown. We've had very very little time to actually go into the yeah. um, into the, reco- uh, the studio there to actually put these things through their paces for the YouTube channel and everything. So I think this next period of lockdown going into the new year is going to give us a little bit of an opportunity to take a deep breath and to catch up and to get going on some more content. So, what's your highlight of the year been? Just one. 
going to be pre-March. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, really. I quite enjoyed... Uh, we've started doing the coffee clubs, and that was that was a, they're, they're really good fun. Yeah. The live streams, you know, demoing gear and, mm. and that kind of thing. I think they're really, really fun. Yeah, again, the live reactions and stuff like that. And they've been well yeah. kind of attended as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they've, they've been good fun. Um, be nice to substitute... It'd nice, be nice to get kind of people virtually in the room in a way that we would have done by having events. Yeah, you know, like exactly. This year, you know, we would have done a Black Star one at some point because it's been a while since we've done that. Um, we might have had a Sam's birthday kind of mm-hmm. open evening or whatever. Um, yeah. And and I think as yeah. well that there's little things that we be, we've done this year not out of choice, you know, just out of necessity, where we can now improve things like when we do have clinics again. Mm. You know, normally our live stream has been like on a phone just in the corner. Yeah. You know, now we've, we, you know, we all know the OBS have software. Music. You can have, yeah, you can have, you know, the intro, intros there, you know, People it can be watermarked. Yeah. yeah. And um, and everyone kind of um, getting, getting a really nice yeah. um, quality live feed to um to people at home where they can't attend yeah no i i've kind of maintained throughout that um you know there's some horrendous things going on and there's you know people are in some really horrible you know desperate situations and you know but i don't feel it's fair to kind of um attract any kind of sympathy towards us you know because we don't deserve it you know i think yeah. that um it's been you know, we've managed to find ways of, of you know, making it work. We've all had to adjust our lives and our, um, you know, um, routines and the way we do things. Um, and you know, it has, it has knocked us. You know, yeah. with regards to you know, um, uh, income and all the rest of it. But it, we're still here with the lights on and, you know, able to make plans for next year and so off the back of that i find this that we've been very fortunate and um you know we've in the ways that we've adapted to this new way of doing things we've managed to find better ways of doing the old things that we used to do yeah the other nice thing has been um a lot of the relationships we've kind of um uh created and you know and you know just um developed with a lot of other shops as well like this is a shop in um in england called express music and they've been reacting to our uh, i think they tagged us in something on instagram um so yeah so they tagged us uh to carry on it was the it was a rainbow picture wasn't it all different color guitars support the nhs, yes, the NHS yeah. or with the, the lockdown thing uh but yeah they they do they like a lot of uh, yeah, and they they comment, you know, and you know, kind of supporting us and everything, and um, you know, it, it's 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 really nice to have um, just good relations with other other shops because we're all in the same boat, mm-hmm. and you know, like we've got fantastic um, uh, relationship with like Leighton Dunn in Neath and Pete in Bandbox, and you know, Alan and Cadno Music in Athlonetley, and. Um, uh, and even you know, like PMT, you know, they they they're never negative towards us. You know, no. we have people coming in and saying that you know they were speaking to somebody in PMT about us, and you know they've seen nicely. You know, there's it doesn't seem to be you know any um, nasty kind of rivalry going on, but it's no. on the contrary to that, more often than not, you know, we seem to be um, uh, just having nice relations with other um with other shops you know yeah. and it's um yeah it's, it's a comforting kind of place to be you know yeah. like it's much nicer getting on with people than than not but um especially you know especially this year like this was mm. not the time to be like uncooperative was no. it unneighborly no you know but uh yeah the the amount of times that we've helped and them and they've helped us and and yeah. all the sort of bits and pieces so, uh, which kind of ties into um, my highlight of the year, yeah. which was when the Evangelion Telecaster turned up <laughs> oh, God. last last week or week before. I 
Did we mention this? In the so book? we talked about yeah. it last week uh, in the last episode. Yeah. And just the absolute... Um, Horrendous torture that we... Uh, yeah. Of expecting something and not turning up and um, Jimmy's music in uh, Dublin, you know, just came through. They, You know, he absolutely didn't have to give us um, his guitar because he could have sold it a dozen times over, I think. But... Um, yeah, he saw that we'd been let down, helped us out. And um, so, highlight in a number of different cases. First off, the fact that we were able to kind of get it in, and it is gorgeous, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it's just a stunner. It's it's just unreal. So, we, you know, we haven't let our customer down. We got that. But more than anything, just that kind of heartwarming, um, help a brother out kind of thing. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really... Um, yeah, and you know we owe him a massive favour now, and it's um, I think that's what trade is all about. Mm. So where where are they? They yeah Dublin. So Dublin. Oh mm. okay, that's cool. the industrial state, out, um, just outside of Dublin. It's worth a visit when uh, mm. when normal life resumes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we you know we might say hello to Sean while we're over there. You know, <laughs> rude not to see Sean. Sean, can we stay with you? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got. I think he's got donkeys. Okay. Yeah. What was your highlight, Tom? My highlight of the year is the growth and evolution of your hair. <laughs> I I can actually um I can chew on it in a like a schoolgirl kind of way now. Almost. I, I never would have thought I'd see you with hair like that. No, I never thought that I'd have hair like this. To be honest, you know, it, it started with just not being able to get a haircut for through lockdown. Then, you know, there's been periods of it being okay and, well, in my eyes, okay, and then not so okay. And I was genuinely going to get my haircut last week uh, as a Christmas surprise <laughs> and not tell anyone. And then, obviously, lockdown happened again. And yeah. so I don't think I'm going to be able to get it done before a full year has elapsed. So 28th of June of J- January will be a full year. But I promise you, it's not going to last much longer after that because, um, yeah, it's doing my head in now. You know, it, it feels like I got my head in the sack when I'm sleeping at night because it'll come right the way down there, mm. and it, it's horrible. It's, it's amazing how curly it is. Yeah, because usually it's quite straight. Yeah, but it's thick as you, you know, even short is thick here, isn't it? Same as me. I've yeah. got like my hair's like crazy thick. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get it cut by March, otherwise I think things might start nesting in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's shoulder length now. Is it? Well, you know, you're pretty much... Yeah, yeah I can feel it on my... Yeah, the bottom of my neck. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm. What are you looking forward to in 2021? Gigs. Yep. I don't know when. You know, it might even be the second half of the year. Rehearsing first. That would be a you know that's just going to be good just to start getting it going mm. shop wise. Given that this is a podcast, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about it, and I was I was thinking how strange how strange it is that you know I think it was only last year it would have been that you know we were just we were off and going to Leeds, um, visiting up there. Yeah, you know, and the year before that was the uh, the chapter the vintage event in chapter. Yeah, and you know we we. You know, we got to interview people and yeah, sort of mingle and things like you know, and it's it's just bizarre to th- now it's it's bizarre to think that nothing has happened in the last twelve months. You, you, you know, it it still seems recent, all that, doesn't it? Because yeah. because this last twelve months has been void of anything interesting kind of, <laughs> of mm. happening. So it's just it's just you know being able to or having it's just having like the opportunity to do those kind of things. I yeah. guess. You know, it's the freedom to be able to say, because we were supposed to go to Barnes and Mullins, Barnes and Mullins, Oswald Street to see Patrick Eggle and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think that as soon as we can start shaking hands and uh, you know having people come through the door without masks and all the rest of it, I think that um, people are going to be hungry for. Events. I think that um, yeah. you know. I think people are going to be eager to invite us to 
you know, we're going to be up to Oxford Street before you know it to, you know, meet these um, guys for that. I think there's going to be lots of opportunities to do these things mm. as soon as we're able to because people are going to be starved of the... Um, they're going to want to kind of catch up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, you know, we, I think we were saying it the other day, you know, this, this, this NAM show now, you know, how many years has it just been, you know, a, a YouTube free-for-all where it's been every YouTube channel on their dog? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just swarm in Nam and just, you know, all you'll see for like the whole of uh, January is just every YouTube channel's, yeah. to, you know, so, Nam highlights. Like. You know, yes, yeah, so Fender have given us a date for um, their announcements. Yeah. Their announcements and when we're allowed to announce things are generally different um, dates. But, um, you know, they've still got a full schedule of, products that are um they're going to be released um, throughout the year you know for them gretch jackson everyone else yeah we had a black star um one earlier this month or last month yeah and like a zoom presentation yeah. thing wasn't it and there's a lot of, of as we said earlier there's um, quite a lot of um, cool stuff coming through the, f the first of which it's going to be mid next month and we'll get steve in for that on, on a zoom call or whatever yeah um yeah uh, there's going to be a lot of people saving a lot of money for not flying reps from every country of the world yeah. to their stand. You know, like for Fender, I think it costs them a couple of million quid a, um, a show. It mm. might it might change the way people do things. Well, you know, it's what happened with Frankfurt. You know, like, um, as soon as a few people, um, Fender said, we spend 600,000 uh, euros on putting on the, the, uh, the Frankfurt show. Mm. Um, we could be putting that to better use by just doing direct marketing. And that's what they did. And off the back of that, a lot of other people followed suit. And the Frankfurt shows a shadow of what its former self was for the MI industry. They still do the pro mm -hmm. sound and light side of it, but um, you don't get anybody of any significance, I don't think, doing the, the Frankfurt show anymore. Yeah. And people wondered whether the NAM show is going to go the same way. But I don't know. There still seems to be this thing about the NAM show, you know, going out to California in in January, you know, get some winter sun and to I know. You know, do all of that, you know. I I don't think it's going to disappear quite yet unless this becomes a, you know, the danger is is that, you know, without wanting to kind of scaremonger, you know, there's, you know, who knows what COVID-20 one or 22 is going <laughs> to look like, you know, it, it's, um, you know, if it does stop excessive kind of international travel, well, you know, maybe, mm. you know, these shows are over and done with. Mm. And it's, it's that sort of, um, it's that crowd, isn't it? It's that mass yeah. of people in that yeah. space. Yeah. Um, from all over the world. Yeah. yeah. From all over the world. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to the new products. I think that, um, We've managed to sort a lot of things out stock-wise in, in the shop that have been just lacking, I think, for quite a while this last six months. Yeah. And it, I had a really good feeling about 2020 at the end of 2019. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still feeling positive. I, I think that, you know, we've got, you know, the website seems to be doing what we need to do. We seem to have interaction with our customers on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube in a way that we've just never had before. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a lot of effort, it's a lot of hard work and it's very tiring, but it seems to be, um, it seems to be working. So yeah, just a, a bit of stability. And I really, 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 really want to get some professional Gretches in. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to finish off your long-awaited solo album in 2021, Tom? Me, yeah. Yeah, Moods, yeah I think I might. <laughs> Moods Volume 6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to um, try and do a bit more recording. I think, I, think we, I think we should all, you know... Form a band. Yeah. Because that's what we need to do, spend more time with each other. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's definitely on my list to, to try and write something again because you go for so long 
yeah. you don't realize how, lo- how long it's been, you know, yeah. how long it's been until you know y- when you're creating from when you're creating original stuff. Then, especially when you we are in this environment where mm. because it's always musical all the time. Yeah, or you know, it's always doesn't feel like it's left you, but in fact, you know, like the creative element. Of yeah, it's just yeah. I still got your in requiem T-shirt in in its original packaging. Good. That'd be worth nothing in some years. <laughs> um, you could probably sell the packaging for more than the T-shirt. Yeah, it's funny. I had a message of someone that uh, on Instagram that that came to a gig years ago that we did, and said, oh, "I still play the CD and stuff like that." I saw that oh, message. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. wicked. So we could have a little snippet of a song each wow. in a month's time. Oh, I don't no? know. If I, I don't know if I got the. Uh, in the summer, the kahunas for that. this time next year. <laughs> um, well, this time uh, next year. Tradition is a new jingle for New Year. I don't know. So you did the first one, I did the second one. So Tom does the jingle for twenty twenty one. Okay, Morrissey. Yeah. In the style of Morrissey. <laughs> 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 no, that, that's unfair. Uh, is you, you um. Influences, Morrissey's a big influence, isn't he? But he's you don't. I sound wouldn't like say him. so much now. No, no. What style would you do if you were doing a jingle? What's that? What kind of? Which way would you go? Eighties electronic. Eighties electronic. Yeah, Ooh. please do that. That'd be amazing. Maybe we could do like a a Bowie pastiche podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So that's been some of our favourite gear for this year. And moments. Yeah, our our hopes and dreams for the future. <laughs> um, you've been promised a, a clip of each of our new tracks coming next year. God forbid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so what will we do? We I guess we'll... Um, our next one will be in 2021. Yeah, we'll I, and we'll... Uh, it'll obviously be kind of new announcements heavy. Yeah, and we can tie it up. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say we can tie it in with some product announcements. So we'll see when we're allowed to announce things and with with um, different products and different people and that kind of thing. But it might be um, it'll either be a case of um, having lots of announcements in one, or maybe we'll do a number of shorter episodes dedicated to you know the different um, you know maybe one Fender, one Blackstar, one. Yeah, I don't think Marshall's got anything coming up, but um, you know yeah. that kind of thing. So, sounds good. Hmm. Cool. So, thank you very much for sticking with us during 2020. I've been Andrew. I've been Adam. I've been Tom. This is the A-Strings Podcast, and we'll see you in 2021. Bye-bye. Should all acquaintance be... Okay. And... Sir, uh, sir, uh, uh, uh.